Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. Yes, and if I didn't say it, I always forget, but I think I did. But just in case, I am your host. Corey Wara, and uh, this might be a shocker to some people, but uh, I talked a little bit about it last week. This is, for right now, the last episode of The Geek Show. Uh, if you don't know, it was last week I talked on The Geek Show and also with The Morning Show guys uh, that I have accepted a new position in New York City, and I'm going to be moving there in the next couple months, and uh, June 2nd will be my very last time here working for WMBD, for The Geek Show, for Greg and Dan. I am incredibly sad, incredibly excited for this new opportunity, uh, scared out of my mind uh, for the process of uh, moving and changing and doing new and different things, but uh, I'm very excited, and uh, while I say that this is the last geek show for right now, uh, I want you to know that the door is open. If you follow me on social media, I will keep you updated. I'm just Corey Wara on Facebook and Corey Wara on Twitter, uh, and uh I don't know how I'm going to continue. I want to continue talking about geekness. It might be through streaming of my own, a YouTube series of my own. I don't know. Everything's open right now. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit at the beginning because everything's changing for me right now. Uh, but I do want to continue doing the geek show in some form. And I really, what I really want to do, and that's why I'm really excited about this new opportunity I'm doing, is that I want to help continue spreading good online over the air everything because we need more of that and that's what i really want the geek show and that's what i hope that people who watch the geek show really got out of it just a good time just a uh, i hearken back to the days of uh hanging out in washington illinois in the friend uh, my friend tom in his basement we a bunch of us were just playing video games talking about cool things happening that's what i want i just i wanted the experience to be just a bunch of people hanging out and i can't tell you how much i really appreciate everyone who's been a part of the Geek Show, who's talked to me about the Geek Show, I say it all the time, but one of the most rewarding things in the world is when someone will just walk up to me and say, Hey, Corey. I say, yeah? I'm like, I'm a geek too. I just love that. I love that. There are so many geeks in this community, and you should never be afraid to be a geek. So uh, we're going to just do a regular show. I want to keep it normal. No recaps, no uh, mushy stuff. Maybe a little mushy stuff at the end. I'll talk a little bit more. But I want to do just a solid geek show for this week, for the final geek show for right now. But uh, before I get into the news and talk about everything about the geek show, I do honestly want to say uh, thank you to everyone. I know I say thank you all the time, but... Uh, seriously, I literally got this opportunity by raising my hand and saying, hey, I'll take an hour slot to talk about geekness. And for some crazy reason, they're like, okay, sure. So I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate everyone a part of this. And I just really hope that I helped inform you and that I helped uh, ha give you a little laugh because we need more of that, especially in the world of media. We need more time to relax and uh, 
one of the things I really uh, hold dear is that uh, what you hear on air, that's me. I'm not faking uh, to be a person. I'm not faking to be uh, ultra right wing or ultra left wing. Uh, I'm just me. And that's what I really want. uh, And I really hope that what I got across in doing this show was the trust that everything I'm saying about is what I'm feeling at that moment. And that, uh, I'm genuine because I just really feel like there's not a lot of genuinely good, uh, or at least intentionally, uh, genuine people out there these days. And maybe that's a little too dark, but I just hope that came across. That was really my goal, uh, to do that and to, uh, just have a good time. So with that, you guys, if this is your first time here to The Geek Show, well, welcome, but I have some bad news. Why did you show up now? We've been doing this for four years. Nah, I'm kidding. Welcome to The Geek Show, the final episode of The Geek Show. You can catch up on all previous episodes of The Geek Show by going to Apple's, iTunes, Spotify, all that. Apple's? And uh, just search for The Geek Show and you'll be able to find the previous episodes. The show's broken down like this. We're going to keep a solid regular show as we finish off The Geek Show. We're going to start off with News of the Week. I got one serious story, but then some fun ones. One that involves Kellogg's cereal that that is just making me incredibly excited thinking about the opportunities that could come out of it. Uh, and one, uh, Dyson. Dyson is getting into a new business adventure. Well, depending on if the patent that they uh, found is legit or not. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll talk about movie news, streaming news. Uh, Corella DeVille movie is out. We have reviews for that. A Quiet Place 2 is out. We have reviews for that. And we have a couple interesting things happening. Oh, the big one amazon bought a movie company we'll talk about that one that one's kind of insane but then we'll take a break for news we'll come back we'll go to Corey's tech corner the latest and greatest in the technological world uh and a lot of stories that involve technology streaming social media uh a little quick one and then of course we end the show with the top five list of the week the top five most important pieces of audio that i think you should be aware of we got trailers and I think it's all true. No, we have four trailers and a viral video. So with that, you guys, let's get into the final time, the news of the week. And let's start off with a serious one. And then we'll we'll get lighten things up because this one's really interesting. And it's a story, once again, that uh, you just don't hear that much in the quote. I, I really hate saying it, the mainstream media, because that's just a, a key word that people use. But uh it's one that I don't think is getting a lot of national attention that should make us think or maybe be worried at some point. So there's an app called the Citizen app, and it is an app that was originally under the name called Vigilante. And what it would do is that uh, the, the premise was easy. You download the app and you have it on there. If you are witnessing a crime, you can report it on your app and it will ding all other people around you saying there's a crime happening right now. It would then say, please use your video camera to record it and we will send that information to the police once it's handled and once you call the police well there are a lot of issues about are the company getting people to get themselves in danger because they're telling their users to go video stuff and there was a lot of issues with just fake uh reports going out there so they shut down and changed their name to citizen app and it's still basically the same thing you can find if you see a crime happening you can report it and for the most part there were a lot of uh issues with racism paranoia and vigilanteism uh there were people who were uh posting things that 
Uh, they were just, oh, that looks dangerous. Or you have the Karens uh, posting uh, different things either. But the problem is, is that it might trigger some people to say, ah, I'm going to be Batman right now and I'm going to go help that person when maybe they shouldn't. But this is the scary part. Uh, two, first is that the CEO of the company personally offered a fund to find a manhunt for a L.A. arsonist. Uh, the wildfires were happening in Southern California, and apparently someone on the app said they knew who the person was and even had a picture. So the company decided to hunt down, and I'm putting that in quotes, that's what they said, the alleged arsonist, and they offered a $30,000 cash prize. Uh, if you found him and the CEO himself donated 10% of that. Well, guess what, people? The app was wrong and they went after and chased down and arrested the wrong guy. After the police talked to him, they let him go because they had zero to no evidence at all. And it turns out it was the wrong person. So in their, in the, the company's mind, in the CEO's mind, they're, trying to make money and to make their app big and in doing so they were like okay look if we catch this bad guy if we catch this arsonist we're going to get in headlines we're going to be uh praised for the work that we're going to do and it's going to take the app to whole new levels well it turns out no they were wrong and uh an innocent guy has been tracked down and chased by tons and tons of people trying to get this $30,000. So that opens up the issue with that. But then on top of it, and this is the one that scares me, is the Citizen app is currently trying to work on and testing out a on-demand private security force that would respond to user-submitted incidents. So instead of the police, a security force from the Citizen app would come and handle a situation. And if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what the heck would, because just the thought of random people uh, all of a sudden being activated and coming over to arrest you and even put you in jail, that just, uh, it screams lawsuit. It screams, how is that even legal? Uh, they want to be able to uh, book people in jail. They said they'll have their cameras on the whole time, but they their main thing is that they're saying, oh, we want to help ease the burden that police officers have. They want to test this out in Los Angeles right now, and uh, that's absolutely horrifying to think that there might be an app that you can just see random people and say, oh, here's an incident here, and then a private police force will just show up and arrest that person? No, 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 not at all. So uh, the it sounds like uh, L.A. was not interested in pursuing that route, but the fact that this CEO who is clearly a little bit unhinged based on some of the messages he did via that arsonist case and with this, because there were leaked stories that came out because of Motherboard, the website. Uh, it's a little worrisome. I never thought that apps could be used to that level, but it's just something to remember in the world of privacy, in the world of your rights. Uh, we got to protect ourselves, especially in the world of digital, because it seems like, uh, the government is very slow to catch up to new technology as it happens. Okay, next up, BlizzCon. BlizzCon is a huge event that happens every year. Uh, Blizzard is known for World of Warcraft, Diablo, StarCraft. They have a big convention every year called BlizzCon. Last year, it was canceled due to COVID-19 concerns, and they announced this year to a lot of people getting very upset that they would skip this year's 
uh, convention due to COVID. It was originally going to happen in April, May, or not April, May, uh, in June, July, I believe. Uh, but they decided to pull the plug on it just because we're right there. We're right, right there. And at the same time, I think that we haven't had a major convention yet. I don't think BlizzCon wanted to be the test subject uh, for a uh, convention, a big convention happening after uh, the pandemic and all of that. So I understand that. Uh, if it's one thing about gamers from uh, the conventions that I've been to, uh, we're not always the most cleanliness. I'm not trying to slam us, but uh, there are some cleanliness issues, and I totally understand their uh, willingness to say, ah, we should hold on let someone else be the uh, test subject on this one uh dyson dyson is always known for of course their uh laundry not laundry their vacuum cleaners with the ball on it well uh according to a new patent that was discovered dyson is currently working on a toothbrush that will also be able to floss your teeth so uh if you don't know there is a water-based flosser out there and it basically shoots water at such a high and small pressure that it acts like floss and you just go through your teeth and it will clear your teeth out. Well, Dyson wants to combine that with a toothbrush and make it a two-in-one. I think that's brilliant. That makes total sense. I've used a water flosser before. I absolutely loved it, and I think that uh, that's a smart idea. But knowing Dyson, uh, it's probably going to be a like, $10,000 toothbrush because it just seems like their vacuum cleaners are stupidly expensive. Uh, next up, Lego. Lego has announced their largest Lego set ever, and it is a map of the entire world with over one, or not 1,000, 11,000 tiny dot Legos. So it's basically, they have a line of Legos that look like art pieces. They are just flat. There's no building upwards. It's just flat, and you have these little dots that you put on, and it will create the image. It comes with uh, 9,306 uh, pieces for the... Uh, new world map. No, I take that back. 11,695 pieces, which will be the biggest set they've ever had. And when it's done, it is huge and it is a map of the entire world. It looks stupidly awesome. But here's the one thing that uh, concerns me. As a person who owns a pet, uh, I could not imagine uh, what I would do if a cat is uh, jumps on your desk and all those tiny dots fly everywhere. Because they're not the standard bigger Legos. They're really, really tiny ones. It looks really cool, uh, but they're going to be uh, selling that very soon, and you can get your hands on it on June 1st for $250. As a Lego fan and as an art fan, it is really, really cool. And finally, the greatest piece of news ever, uh, Kellogg's. Kellogg's is introducing a robotic vending machine that will mix and match cereals to create the perfect bowl of breakfast. So exactly like the soda mixing Coca-Cola machines that you can press and try different flavors and whatnot, Kellogg's is introducing at two colleges the same concept but with cereal. Users can fill a bowl with a combination of 22 different ingredients and options, including milk or yogurt as the base. And while pricing starts at $3 for a basic bowl of cereal, those looking for a little bit more, maybe with some fruit thrown on top, uh, can spend up to $6.50. I think that's stupidly awesome. If they have an option, I don't know, is Lucky Charms part of Kellogg's? If they are, I just want the option of just marshmallows. 
and then I'll have a coffee with it, and then I'll just start running around and going insane from the sugar high. But uh, really cool. It's just at two colleges, one in Wisconsin. I don't remember the other one, but uh, those options are out there. And if they're successful, hey, maybe we'll have a street-side Kellogg's cereal. I think that'd be really awesome. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about movies. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. We got to move on turbo speed because I talked way too long in segment one. So let's do quick reviews. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 is out this week, a sequel to A Quiet Place, which is a very successful movie about aliens that will only kill you if you bake a sound. Phenomenal movie. John Kandinsky from The Office uh, directed the movie and his wife, Emily Blunt, starred in it along with him. And uh, the early reviews are saying that the sequel is phenomenal at 90 one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people said it's not as good as the original, but just about as good or slightly under, which seems to be a rare thing to happen with sequels these days. But if you're interested, that movie's out there. Definitely one you should check out in theaters because uh, theaters have more money invested in audio. And when it comes to this movie, what was so cool about the first one was the audio perception of it all was really, really cool. So uh, the other movie out this week is Corella, which is available on on in theaters and on Disney Plus for $20 uh, on top of your Disney Plus uh, subscription. It's at 73% in Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, a couple of the more trusted uh, reviewers that I go to said that it was a complete abysmal of a movie, uh, but some people did like it, so you might want to go out and check it out. A lot of people are saying they don't understand how it's a villain movie, and others say that it is campy to the point of uh, it's kind of funny because they're acting all serious and saying incredibly silly and goofy things. So you might be interested in that one, or you might want to hold off on that one. But the clear winner this week is A Quiet Place Part 2. Next up, Netflix. Netflix announced a new event happening in two weeks on June 7th through 11th, and it is called Netflix Geeked. You can go to their streaming services and follow them on Twitter. You can find all of the big news. But they're doing live showcases and talking to uh, actors. Uh, we'll probably see some trailers trailers and some artwork from upcoming shows from Netflix. Some of them include Masters of the Universe, Lucifer, The Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, which I know is a huge hit for Netflix, and even The Cuphead Show, which is based off of the video game. So that's going to happen for three days in a couple weeks. And uh, something very interesting, though, they have a poster out about it where they tease some of the things they're going to be talking about. And included on there is a section called Gaming. And that leads me into this. Uh, there is new report that Netflix is going to be dipping their toes into gaming uh, as soon as 2022, so a year away now. But they want to, according to a report by Axios, they want to get into the video game space and they want to create a video game um, platform kind of like Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade is for Apple phones. You pay, I think it's 3 or $4 a month and you have access to a bunch of games and every week they update with a new one. Netflix wants to do the same thing, but with their own properties. So they're going to be hiring a lot of different video game companies that will then build video games based off of their franchises and then bundle it all together in order to make uh, some more money and some more revenue. I think that'll be very interesting to see if Netflix can pull it off. 
uh, as with uh, Apple Arcade, I got tired with it after a couple months because I played all the games. So if they can keep up with new games and maybe older games, uh, maybe they have a shot at doing something. And speaking of older games, if you don't know, well, I guess older things in general, Amazon had a huge announcement this week when they bought MGM Studios for $8.5 billion. And why this is big is because right now in the streaming world, streaming is everything. And not only do you need new shows to get people to subscribe to your service, you need a back catalog of product. And MGM Studios was kind of one of the few out there who wasn't uh, owned or had rights associated with it with a radio well not radio with a streaming service and amazon doesn't have a back catalog uh, disney has a back catalog of movies leading all the way to the nine uh, 1950s probably even before and uh peacock has all of nbc's and universal stuff paramount plus has all of paramount pictures and amazon doesn't have it so they said oh, look, we need to get more people to come over and watch our product. We need to do that by getting uh, a movie studio that has a very nice back catalog of movies uh, and shows. They have shows like 12 Angry Men, The Handmaid's Tale, Vikings, Shark Tank, The Voice. Uh, Lots and lots of things are connected to MGM, but the biggest one being James Bond. So Amazon will now own the rights for streaming of James Bond, and that's pretty big. This was a huge, huge deal. What I found really Really hilarious about the whole thing was that uh, they bought MGM Studios, an entire movie theater company. They bought it for less than they bought Whole Foods when they bought uh, Whole Foods. For, I think it was like $14 billion, but they bought all of MGM for $8.5 billion. That is just insane, but very, very interesting. So obviously, I think COVID, without a doubt, shot uh, the success of streaming services through the roof. And uh, that's a big, big revenue bringer for a lot of these companies. And they're going to keep doing uh, purchases like that. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll head over to Corey's Tech Corner. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head on down to the land of technology, Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world, social media, uh, an interesting thing happening in the world of apps, and I have a story that involves clowns and another story that involves cheese. So you're going to want to stick around for this one. we got to move a little fast because i got a big top five list of the week for you guys. But first, let's talk about TikTok. TikTok is one of the biggest social media platforms in the world right now, uh, used by billions including me and even the morning show Greg Batten. It is just a fun thing to waste five minutes of your time with if you're ever bored. Uh, You can just flip through. You get fun things, uh, sad things, scary things, whatever you want is on there. But they they announced a partnership this week and a weird one at that. Uh, Sirius XM Radio wants to reach out to the youth and starting today they're going to uh, start a New partnership with TikTok, and included in there is a new radio station called TikTok Radio. It is a music channel that will broadcast trending sounds of the TikTok app. I'm just curious as to what trending sounds are. Are we just going to hear random screams and not have any understanding because we don't see the videos? Is it going to be 30-second clips of songs? That's not something I want to do. TikTok is all about uh, fast-moving. If you like the video or are interested in the video, you keep watching it. If you're not interested, boom, next video. I mean, it's a constant feed of new stuff, so I'm I'm curious as to what exactly this radio station will sound like, and will it get people to tune into them? 
Probably not, but this will. They're also using the partnership to launch a new Pandora series called TikTok Tastemakers, and it will involve popular TikTok creators hosting and curating playlists with their favorite songs alongside commentary. That makes sense. I think that will be popular. The TikTok radio, that, that just sounds really, really weird to me. Uh, also in the world of TikTok, especially if you have kids, just to be aware of this, uh, there has been a big change in the text-to-speech voice. So text-to-speech is when you write out text via your computer or your phone and your robot voice companion reads it back to you. Well, if you've been using the app, you notice that uh, the voice has changed recently. Why? Well, the original voice person uh, was going to sue TikTok for using their voice illegally because, yes, even giant social media companies uh, can do some illegal things like that. So they have decided to change the voice. It's a little different now. Uh, but, yeah, it just it's a... Uh, now, a funny thing to think about uh, that a lot of people don't is that everything you hear with voices, even computer voices, comes from an original actor. And typically, nine times out of ten, they own the rights to it. I heard, rumor always was, when I went to school up in Chicago, was that the guy who did the voice for the CTA, uh, the train system, uh, makes a boatload of money and he gets royalties off of every time it's played and uh, that just sounds like a killing job to record uh, street names and then just say okay I'm going to retire for the rest of my life so kind of cool there um, next up cheese okay this cheese story is hilarious uh, this is just another reminder of be careful what you put online because obviously people have been sharing a photo of their vaccine card and that risk involves revealing your full name and your date of birth which can possibly be used in identity theft. Well, uh, a drug dealer decided to do something pretty dumb. Uh, an innocent picture of a block of cheese contained enough personal information to help convict uh, a drug dealer. So Carl Stewart, 39, from Liverpool, this is over in the UK, was convicted of conspiracy to supply cocaine, heroin, MDMA, and ketamine with the help of a simple photo. He was caught. It's not clear why he posted the picture of blue cheese, but uh, he did end up pleading guilty on all charges. So how did they get his identity? Well, he was holding the piece of cheese in a way that showed off a fingerprint of his finger and his palm. And because these images these days and these cameras are so crystal clear, so perfect, they were able to zoom in on it and get a fingerprint off of the photo. I, I, that's still just blowing my mind to think that just a simple picture, an HD picture of a finger can be then you put into the police system and they were able to find him and arrest him. That is just absolutely insane. So as always, uh, be careful what you put out online because people will and will continue to take advantage of that. Uh, okay, do I have time? Yeah, okay, I got to do the clown story. DC police, uh, they had a big breach, data breach, uh, involving a... Uh, hacking group that wanted uh, money in return to not putting out their information. Well, they did not pay the hacking group, which I'm glad they shouldn't have. But uh, the downside is that a lot of their information was leaked online. And while I'm not here to make fun of companies that don't do it because they shouldn't, I just thought that this story was hilarious because one of the leaked uh, reports was that uh, a couple years ago, uh, the Washington, D.C. police were surveilling clowns on social media 
the reason why they didn't go into specifics, my only guess is it was a couple years ago that the Joker movie came out and that maybe they were there were early concerns that there were going to be shooters at the Joker movie. And maybe that had something to do with it. But the fact that DC police had a whole file on surveying clowns is just absolutely hilarious to me. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is the last segment of The Last Geek Show for right now. I'll get to that more at the end of this, but I always end the show with the top five list of the week. I have four trailers and a viral video, and we're just going to go straight to it. Number five. Number five. Number five goes to a, I would call it a viral video. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Victor Solomon, a Peoria native who was just on The Voice. Sadly, he only placed fifth place in the finale, and I was really disappointed. I thought he was going to get second or first, uh, but it was the fan favorite cam that ended up winning i wanted to play a little bit of his uh singing on the show because it was phenomenal this is victor solomon singing freedom Yeah, I could not imagine getting up on stage, singing in front of an audience, singing in front of five judges that are uh, music icons themselves, and then thinking on top of it how many people are watching at home. Absolutely insane. Victor Solomon did phenomenal, made it all the way finale. Uh, Sadly, only got fifth place. Like I said, I was really hoping that he would pull in for a second or first. But uh, like I said, the fan favorite Cam ended up winning. So shout outs to our Peoria native Victor Solomon. Congrats. And I see bright, bright things for your future. Number four. Number four. Number four. I'm just going to play a little bit because the entire trailer is just music. And then it gets a little spooky at the end. But I wanted to bring this trailer to everyone's attention because I think it's a a trailer that you could easily just see the, the name of it and just glance over. But this movie looks really, really good. This is Last Night in Soho. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, so that was just a little tease. The whole trailer is worth watching for The Last Night in Soho. It's directed by Edgar Wright, who is probably one of my more favorite directors of all time because he not only takes uh, the stories that are phenomenal, he did The World's End and Baby Driver, but uh, he mixes his story with the music and with the visuals. And let me tell you, as a person who loves watching movies, this trailer visually is stunning absolutely stunning so i cannot wait for this movie to come out that is last night in soho and it is coming out on october 22nd in theaters number three 
Number three. Okay. Uh, number three. Number three goes to a trailer that I, I saw. I, I wanted to bring it up because I think they're going to put a lot of uh, marketing behind it. It's coming out on July 2nd to Amazon Prime. Chris Pratt stars in it. This is The Tomorrow War. And I'm just going to give you ahead of time. When it comes to time travel movies... Geek Show host Corey is very picky because of all of the loopholes and just the absurdity of it all. So I'm going to play this clip, The Tomorrow War. We are fighting a war 30 years in the future. Is this a joke? Our enemy is not human. We need you to fight. You got drafted. I will be back. Why is this happening? What about the teacher's deferment? And the veterans deferment. If I don't go, they're going to draft you in my place. But if something does happen to me, you and Mary will be taken care of. Yeah, so that was just a trailer for The Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt in which a uh, alien invasion is happening in the future. So uh, they the humans design time travel and decide to come back and recruit people from the past to help save the future. Okay, so that's the summary of the movie. But here is where geek show host Corey gets picky. So... Okay, first of all, we are losing a fight against aliens, right? And I feel like, I just feel like designing time travel would be one of the more complicated things to do as a society. We can figure out time travel, but we can't figure out how to defeat aliens? Okay, that's part one. Part two... Okay, uh, you are coming to the past to recruit people to the future. In the future, you see buildings exploding and all of that. Why not, just an idea, why not bring that technology that you have from the future to the past, and then we have three years to get ready for the alien invasion? Okay, that's part two. And part three, uh, this one's just more absurd weirdness, is the when they time travel, they, uh, I guess, get sucked into the sky and then shoot down into the future. And they're on this, like, a hundred, like, it's basically the Empire State Building. And uh, I, I'm just curious why time travel involves falling from the sky, because I feel like you could miss the tower that you're trying to land on and then you get squished. Am I being a little too picky? Probably, but it's time travel is used as a crutch in movies and when it comes to writing so often that uh, we need to start pointing these out and telling writers, hey, uh, stop doing this because it makes no sense at all. Why would you go to the past to get people to help defend Earth in the future when you could just go to the past and then be more prepared for the future? I don't know. It's weird. And then at the same time, too, if they save the world at the end, do they go back and they just need to forget about the past? I don't know. I'm looking way too much into this. That is the Tomorrow War, and it is coming out, ironically, on my birthday, July 2nd, to Amazon Prime. Number two. Number two. Number two. Oh, my gosh. This movie is everything I wanted and more. This is Gunpowder Milkshake. Sam, your talents are needed. Somebody stole from us. He's crazy enough to steal from the firm. Is it done? It's a change of plan. They have an eight-year-old girl. I can't leave her to die. Sam, you killed the wrong people. You're no longer under our protection. Some bad men are coming to hurt us. We have to go where it's safe. Hi, Mom. 
God, no. <laughs> yeah, so the best way to describe this movie, and I hate describing it like this, but it's the easiest way to explain it, is uh, it is John Wick the movie, but with an all-female cast. And that's that's really just not explaining it well enough, but it's just a more generalized idea because it is about a lady who is an assassin played by Karen Gillian. You'd know her from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, she is trying to protect this girl as assassins try to get her, but it's the over-the-top violence, but realistic violence and tons of guns and ammos flying everywhere. I mean, it looks really, really stupidly cool. And it has a John Wick vibe to it, especially some of the fights Hopefully it will differ a little bit, but this looks really, really awesome. It's coming out to theaters and on Netflix on June 14th. No, July 14th, I apologize. And that is Gunpowder Milkshake, one of the coolest titles of the year, without a doubt. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, number one goes to a trailer from Marvel. This is a trailer I've been waiting, and I feel like I was a little bit disappointed just because I don't know exactly what we're going to be watching. And my I have a tiny little fear about this movie. But I'll play it first. This is the trailer for Marvel's Eternals. We have watched... Unguided, we have helped them progress, and seen them accomplish wonders. Throughout the years, we have never interfered. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Eternals, and uh, it stars a boatload of famous people, uh, specifically Angelina Jolie, a lot of people will be talking about. But uh, it's basically almost like they're gods, and that they came to Earth and helped humans advance, and they basically watch over the uh, universe that is Marvel. And apparently something happens to where they need to step in, because normally they just let things happen. Uh, and I'm, I'm very curious what those things are. I mean, what's so big that would cause them to step out of their rules and, and uh, you know, actually interfere with uh, the world? Because we just had Thanos. Thanos destroyed half of the universe. You guys didn't come then. So I'll be curious to see what they do there. But uh, also... My only fear with this movie is that uh, a lot of the other movies, while without a doubt over the top, have some sort of realistic ground to them. Uh, you can tie it back to Earth. You can tie it back to the characters. These are all aliens from another planet that are all uh, kind of almost they almost seem like uh, we're better than everybody else. So I, I just worry that we're going to get too weird. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe my fears are a little overblown, but, uh, I'll be curious to see what they're going to do with that. That is the Eternals and it is coming out to theaters on November 5th. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And actually, this is the last Geek Show for a while, too. Because if you don't know, uh, I have accepted a job uh, in New York City, and I'm going to be moving there. My last day is on June 2nd. So I'm afraid that this will be, for right now, the last of the Geek Show. Uh, I want to bring it back. I want to do my own uh, spin on it. Uh, I don't know where that's going to be. It could be here on the radio. It could be on online but uh if you want to keep following up to date with what's happening with the geek show or anything whatever my next venture is be it 
podcasts streaming online or uh, some radio stuff. Uh, follow me on Twitter and follow me on Facebook. But with that, you guys, I just want to say, and I'm, I hate getting all mushy and whatnot, but thank you all for taking the time to listen to The Geek Show, even if it's for five seconds, even for it's uh, every episode. I know a lot of people have reached out and said, hey, I'm a fellow geek, and I can't tell you uh, what that has meant to me over the past four or five years doing the Geek Show. I really, really appreciate the listeners and the people, especially in the Peoria area where the Geek Show is based out of. Uh, there was just an amazing amount of people who've come out and said some great things and have even shown off their geekness. So my message is always the same at the end of the geek show. And you should all know it, that you're never alone out there, uh, especially in this geek world that we're in and the world we're in in general, it can feel really lonely. Uh, when, especially when you love things like this, I grew up bullied and, uh, I didn't want to express my love for video games and for comic books and all of that. But now, now I have a platform where I can, and I hope that it helped others who were in my position back then feel better about themselves, because it is awesome to be a geek. It is awesome, awesome, awesome to be a geek, and don't ever feel down or sad that you are a geek, because you should be a geek. Everyone should have and is a geek for something. doesn't have to be video games, doesn't have to be uh, comic books. We can all be geeks for something. So with that, you guys, like I said, follow me, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I will keep you up to date on what my plans are. I don't know what the future is with The Geek Show. But for right now, The Geek Show is coming to a close. So I hope you all have a fantastic weekend, a fantastic summer. And as always, please, 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 the, the heart of The Geek Show is to spread kindness. So if you can, uh, if you f just... Do something good and do something great. Uh, spread more kindness out there. We need more of that in the world, especially in this world that feels like it's just getting more and more angry all the time. And uh, I hope you all got something good out of the Geek Show because that was really my goal for it all. So with that, you guys, that is it. I will see you all in the future. But if I don't, have a fantastic 2021 the Geek Show will come back in some form, but I will see you all then. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.